another episode of Toe on the Line with me, your host. Um, feels like it's been forever. It's only been one week, but as in it's only been two weeks, I should say. I did have last week off. Uh, it was, I was meant to go away because it was my birthday last week, not last week, the week before on Wednesday. And I was meant to go away with Caitlin over the weekend, last weekend. And I was like, ugh. I was going to have it off from recording an episode anyway, and I was like, fuck it, I'll just have it off. Um, I'll just take it off. And I and didn't really say anything about it, so I did have a few messages from people being like, yo, bro, where the fuck is the podcast? And I was like, yeah, didn't record one. Um, but we're back this week. Uh, I think I'm going to do it like every, I don't know, every eight, maybe I should do 10 episodes, like 10 at a time, and then take a week off or something just to give myself a bit of a mental break and build up some stories because... I do have a lot of stories to tell, um, even though it's been only two weeks. But I feel like I should stagger it out like that, maybe. Um, give myself a bit of a mental break, too, so that I can come in and fire in hot. Is that even a, wait, is that even a fucking word or a phrase? I suppose it is now, because I've said it. Come in fire and hot. Um, yeah, so we're back this week. I did have... So the week... Last weekend, I, did, I didn't I did even ride. Sorry, I... um. Woke up in the morning on Saturday. I was meant to go for a four-hour ride. Four and a half? I can't remember. I was meant to ride at least. And I woke up and I was like, I'm not doing anything. And that is the first weekend or first time I've ever done that for as long as I can remember. Just waking up and just completely binning a session and just enjoying the day and doing what I wanted to do. Um, and it felt good. I did not regret it. I, yeah, usually I, you know, get cut or get, you know, grumpy. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm behind now. I feel like I've got to play catch-up. But I, like... Woke up ready to go. It was freezing cold. I didn't want to do anything. I was like sore. It was a really big, like the last couple of weeks have been pretty big emotionally and just like in, in personal life and stuff like that. There's a bit of shit going on that I hope one day I can talk about with everyone. But for now, it's a big secret. Unless you know me, then you probably know. Um, but yeah, woke up and I was like, I just don't want to do anything today. I just want to sleep in, sleep in with Caitlin, get up, cruise around, do some, you know, just enjoy, do some stuff that's fun. So that's exactly what I did. Uh, slept in, cleaned out my wardrobe. I took like 14 or like it was somewhere between 15, somewhere between 14 and 20 pairs of shoes to Goodwill. Put them in, uh, two, including two brand new pairs that hadn't even been opened. I'm a size 15, 14. So I couldn't really, no one really wanted any. So I was like, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to put them in the bin and hope for the best. So got rid of, yeah, 15 to 20 pairs of shoes like most of them were either brand like most of them were either just used or brand new and then there were a few that were like you know uh at the end of their time so i did that and then hung out with ben and t his girlfriend kicked the footy for a bit with caitlin as well and then yeah wrapped up it was pretty pretty it was actually a really good sat there i really enjoyed it and i'm like glad that i skipped my session to enjoy that day like I don't regret it like in the past I probably would have regretted it and like felt shitty but don't don't regret it won't regret it and I'm glad I did it what else did I I, there was a point to me saying this that's right so I woke up and I was like I really don't want to do anything today and I was lying in bed and I I was like all right you've got 10 seconds to you know complain about the decision to yourself and then at that, at the end of that 10 seconds, you've got to decide whether you're going to get up or whether you're not going to get up. And then after that, you cannot like dwell on it. You can't feel guilty for it. And so I did that. I gave myself 10 seconds. I was like, all right, what, what do I want to do today? Do I want to get up and go for my ride or do I want to skip it 
and enjoy the day and I decided to skip it and then after that 10 seconds was up that was it done no more no more dwelling no more bullshit just get up or go back to sleep sorry and enjoy the day and didn't end up getting didn't end up getting back to sleep just kind of lay there and then you know watched a bit of shit on tv before getting up but I enjoyed it a lot much more than I would have enjoyed going out in the freezing cold and riding for four hours um I think that was the probably the only thing of note that happened last week training wise most of it most of the shit happened I can't really fuck talk about which sucks I did come up with I did think of something that was preposterous um I ran it by a few people and yes it's still preposterous I was thinking like can you imagine what it would be like if turtles had little human hands and like even like little arms as well like I'm talking hands the size of Deadpool when they're growing back can can you imagine how fucking hilarious that would be just seeing a turtle, like if it's swimming underwater, you see it doing like breaststroke with hands as opposed to its flippers or, you know, if it's walking on the on the land, you see it like grabbing the grass with hands and fingers, climbing up trees with its hands, like little monkey turtle hybrids. It'd be fucking insane. I reckon they don't give them hands or opposable thumbs because if they did, they would be capable of some pretty crazy shit. So they got to, you know, handicap them a bit. But yeah, I was like, what the fuck? That'd be crazy. There are so many cool things that can be made genetically. If you catch my drift, you could enhance so many cool things. Anyway, I'm sure they're doing that kind of shit somewhere. Like, it wouldn't surprise me. They're genetically, like, you're able to fucking make genetic, you're able to make babies genetically and create them however you want them. I'm sure they're doing genetic experiments on fucking animals, creating these, like, hybrid monsters They've probably got like tiger turtles and shit like that out there somewhere running around, you know, in a fucking enclosure. It's training them to fuck up people and use their shell as defense. Wild. Anyway, um, what else was there that has happened in the past couple of weeks? I went for, so yesterday I did a nice, nice ride. I mean, obviously Victoria is, I mean, it, apart from Sydney, Victoria is pretty rough at the moment, you know, in terms of restrictions and COVID and stuff. They've tightened everything right up. There's not a lot you can get away with. Um, I, I'll be be completely honest because it's my podcast. I don't really know what the restrictions are in terms of exercise at the moment, so I'm just pleading ignorance and doing what I'm doing. So I've probably breached a lot of rules, but anyway, I keep moving. Um, yeah, went for a ride yesterday morning with Das. We rode... We had, well, I had like three, three and a half hours. So we ended up doing three hours, 20. And we just explored, went everywhere, did hit a bunch of hills. I think we hit like a thousand meters of elevation in like two hours, which is ridiculous. We just went everywhere and we cut all these side roads and everything. It was, um, it was a fucking good ride. And it was actually a really good day too. It like, it was very warm pretty quickly, which is unusual. Lately, it's just been so fucking cold out there. And like I've got to have, you got to have all the wet weather gear on. You got to have all the fucking warmers, otherwise you freeze your ass off, and you don't even get warm the whole time you're out there, until like you finish and you get to put a jumper on. Like it's ridiculous. But yesterday was fucking hot. Like I got to got probably an hour and a half in. I had to get rid of my jacket and try and stuff that in one of my back pockets because um, it was just fucking so hot. I was sweating, sweating a storm, and I need to get rid of it. And then after that, I was comfortable. Like even though it was still going downhill was still pretty windy and still pretty cool, I was very comfortable in just my, my jersey and, you know, a uh, long sleeve top underneath, 
So I'm so glad the weather's warming up. Warming up. Even today, today was a fucking ripper morning. Hit up, hit twenty, hit a twenty k easy, easy run this morning at supposed to be five thirty pace. We ended up doing it around five twenty. Ran with Das again. He joined us for ten k and Amber as well jumped in and I ran the we ran the full twenty. Um, it was nice. It's fucking. I'm so glad the weather's turning around. It just makes everything so much fucking better mentally. You just I feel like it. Just I don't know. It gives you the energy to deal with. The, the shit you got to deal with when the sun's out whereas when it's rainy and gloomy and shit and cold i don't know it's just it's so much harder but when the wet when the sun when the weather's good and the sun's out and you just feel fuck you feel like a million bucks so today was a fucking fantastic oh i forgot to ask people to submit questions shit it's a bit late for that eh? what if i do that right now and i answer any questions that got submitted that's a, I'm going to do that right now, and then I'll finish my story, or I'll finish my story now, then I'll add that in, um, yeah, so the, 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 the sun makes everything better, um, what was it, what was I saying, yeah, so 20k run this morning, it was nice and easy, beautiful weather, loved it, fantastic, felt good afterwards, spoke a lot of shit, and a lot of cool stuff too, it was, um, happy, happy days, and now I'm sitting down, Caitlin's making donuts, um, sorry, I'm just going to write podcast questions, get them in quick, um, in quick, quick, I've written walk, quick, <laughs> there we go, all right, cool, um, yeah, Caitlin's making donuts right now, we tried yesterday and they, we didn't cook them for long enough, but we've learnt, we've re- calibrated, re-evaluated, and now they're going to be amazing. So round two, when I finish this, I'm going to go probably, hopefully eat some or cook some. Either way, I'll be getting donuts today. Fucking fantastic. We had, I've made, so I've discovered a way to make, I've always wanted to know how to make like, you know how people, they have faux chicken, like fake chicken and stuff like that made out of soy and tofu and stuff. I've always wondered how they do that kind of stuff, like how they make faux honey soy chicken, for example, which is what I've done. And I've always looked at it and I'm like, how the fuck do these people do this? It tastes so realistic and it looks realistic too. I was like, I'm going to give it a shot. I didn't intend to. I intended to just make like honey soy tofu just cooked in the frying pan. I was like, usually I just chop it into cubes. But on Friday, I was like, no, I'm going to rip it up and make it look like chunks so i ripped it up and it looked like chunky chicken and i was like all right cool i marinated it. my usual marinade for honey soy stuff it's like vegan fish sauce uh soy obviously maple syrup a bit of oil a um, bit of garlic and a bit of ginger and i was like marinated in that and then put it in the frying pan and start frying it off and i was like mm. like it was cooked right down till like it was kind of sticky because of the uh maple syrup and I was like, what if I put that back in the bowl, add some corn flour, mix that around, and then throw it in the air fryer to give it a bit of crisp. And I was like, I reckon I'm on something. So I did that. Holy shit. I, it was amazing. So I made that again last night for dinner, and it was pretty good too. So I'm going to, I've videoed, Caitlin helped me video a little bit of a reel. Um, so when I can be bothered, I will put music to it, edit it, and upload that on the gram. Hopefully that reaches a few people and they're pretty happy because it was fucking delicious oh man and then caitlin made this bomb ass salad with all sorts of healthy shit in it had um couscous 
couscous, the food so nice they named it twice. I think that's the saying. Couscous, freca. Um, what was the other other thing that was in there? There was something else. It was fucking delicious. There was avocado. There was goji berries. There was cranberries. No capsicum. Onion. Cauliflower. Broccoli. Um, yeah, it was amazing. It was so filling too. So that with the tofu. Oh, amazing. And then tonight we're going to have burgers because I'm having a bit of a burger craving lately. I've been... So the past few weeks... Oh, True. Last time I spoke, I was going in for a fucking colonoscopy, eh? Jeez, I forgot to mention that. Well, we'll get back to that later. Anyway, last few weeks, I've been trying to eat, you know, I'm trying to eat whole food, mainly whole food, and then on the weekends, I'll have my, you know, like my Oreos I've got sitting right next to me. I have my Oreos, my chocolate-coated strawberries, donuts, like all that kind of shit. Then during the week, I'm trying to eat super whole food, plant-based, like, you know, the, the limit of my processed food will be like tofu or something like that that's literally just soybean curd um and then the rest of it would be whole foods and stuff so i'm really trying to stick to that during the week and i've I've actually felt pretty good during the week and then weekends still feel pretty good but you know get to enjoy it and have all the snick snacks that are out there which is wonderful because i'm a big believer in not well since you know coming back from that old mindset that i used to be stuck in where every bad every bad i'm using the every bad, like quotation, um, foods, every food's bad, there's not, like, I don't think I'm coming back from that, and I'm realizing that, nah, like, you gotta enjoy the shit, like, sometimes, there's nothing wrong with fucking eating shitty food, or I use shitty, it's not necessarily shitty, it's just processed, that's the way we should refer to it, there's nothing wrong with eating highly processed food, but you just gotta balance that shit out with, with good food, and that's what I've been doing, so going back to so I had, a, had the colonoscopy. It was weird, man. It was whack. I don't like going under. I've only been under once when I had a, an operation on my left knee. And that was a long time ago. I just don't like... I don't like losing time. I'm not... Like, when I blacked out before my Ironman, like, I lost time. I don't know how much I lost. It was probably only, you know, five seconds or something. But I just don't like not being able to keep track of time. I don't like it. It freaks me out. So, you know... I was lying there. Oh, I had. Um, I was lying there on the table, and then they were like, "All right, we're going to put you out. Just take a couple of deep breaths, keep your eyes open." I was like, "I don't want to keep my fucking eyes open. I just want to shut my eyes and then be asleep." But they made me keep my eyes open, and then all of a sudden, like, I could taste the gas, and I was like, "Oh fuck! Like, what if they've dialed this shit up too high, and they forget to put oxygen in there, and then I'm dead?" Anyway, that's what that was. That's what my last thoughts were. And then I remember waking up and seeing them, and I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" And then so I woke up halfway through the. A procedure then they gassed me a bit more and i you know passed out and the next time i woke up i was in recovery um but yeah like i was like what the fuck I, I don't like losing track of time it freaks me out big time um but in terms of the results you know nothing was wrong which was good I, I expected that to be the case but you know it's better to be safe than sorry so yeah happy with that um it was nowhere near as bad as I thought. Like I didn't even know, wouldn't even know what happened, um, except for the the positive result. Result, I suppose. the The hardest part was the, f- the food. It was rough, um, and you got to drink this shit. Like you got to drink this stuff. That yeah, you go to the toilet a lot. Um, so yeah, you, you can't eat. I didn't eat for like forty eight hours before, which was it was like a it was like a big fast, I suppose. Um, 
but yeah, that's done and I can tick that off the list and don't have to worry about that for another couple of years, thankfully. I can't believe I forgot that. That's how long ago I did the did a podcast. It feels like for it feels like forever. It feels like I haven't done one in years. Um, what I don't know what I want to talk about this podcast episode. I was gonna do like my road to becoming vegan, but I feel like I should save that for another podcast. Like, there's a lot of info in there to unpack. Um, plus I don't want to like give anyone. I don't want to misinform anyone. I don't want to tell anyone the wrong, the wrong info. Like, for me, it was more, it was just, you know, maybe I'll go into it a little bit. It was more of a, a healthy kind of lifestyle choice. I listened to a few podcasts with some people, mainly Simon Hill, Plant Proof, gave me some cool tips and, like, told me some cool shit, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot, and if I don't feel good, then I can just go back, and I felt good, and then, you know, the hardest part was eggs, getting rid of eggs and... It was literally just, I wanted eggs for my banana bread. That was the last thing that was left to go, was eggs in my banana bread. And then once I realized that I didn't need eggs for my banana bread, I was like, well, what the fuck am I having them for? And then I stopped, and that was it. Now here we are, nearly two years, I suppose. Yeah, nearly two years vegan. That's crazy, because I went in September 2019. Um, And it's like, once you get... Once you figure out the ingredients you can cook with and what you replace, like your protein sources, you know, for lack of a better term, it's fucking easy at. So, you know, I ain't looking back. Never will. Don't miss anything. I never, I haven't had meat because I was a vegan for like three or four years before, a uh, vegetarian before I went, I was vegetarian for three or four years before I went vegan. So I don't miss any of that shit, like any of it. I wouldn't even, it's not a thing. Like I don't care. I don't care for it. So, um, yeah, fucking wrap with that, but I'll go into depth and all that kind of stuff. I've got to do a bit of research before I actually talk, talk about that. Um, just cause I want to give a bit of info and stuff like that with, along with it. So I don't, you know, keep people in the, in the dark. Not, no, not that I don't keep people in the dark, but you know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean, man? I don't need to justify myself. Um, yeah, last week I, I lost my keys as well for my car, well, not my actual car key, but keys to get into the back of my car, and keys for my bike lock, um, and stuff like that, I had them on the, I took, we took the dogs for a walk, I had them sitting on my little bike, where, um, had them sitting on my bike, bike thing, and then I put the dogs in the car, and left the keys there, and then, you know, went zooming off, and they obviously fell off the back somewhere, got to the park, and I was like, where are my keys, oh, they must be at home, Walked the dogs, got back home, they weren't here. I was like, fuck, where are they? We went out and walked along the road, couldn't find them. And I was like, this is bullshit. Like, where the fuck are my keys? Anyway, I was driving Caitlin home later that evening when it was dark. And I was like, I'm going to put my high bit. I'm going to put my, like, fog lights on and have a look and see if I can see the keys on the road. Anyway, we found them. The key ring was mangled as fuck. Like, it was ridiculous. It was all bent back on itself. It took me so long to get the keys off, but the keys are fine. The keys are absolutely fine. Um, I've put them back on another key ring and they're, they're perfectly, perfectly functioning fine. So, um, I was like, that's cool. I'm glad I was able to actually track them down and find them because I didn't, I really didn't want to get replacement keys for shit. I hate it. Like I love having spares. Like I have spares for all of them, but I just don't like getting replacement keys. It annoys me. It's a waste of time, I reckon. So just don't lose them. And thankfully I didn't. 
So, yeah, fucking pumped with that. Um, I was listening to the news last night. And, well, yeah, listening. I don't usually watch or listen to the news. But I have been, like, just putting it on TV while, you know, eat dinner or whatever. And I had an observation. They all news reporters have the same voice. They all talk exactly the same. They have no, like, no tone. I feel like it's because they keep only putting on news reporters that talk, you know, a certain way. Like, welcome back tonight. On tonight's show, we're going to cover off why COVID is bad. How many cases there have been, you know... How many new cases there have been in Melbourne today? And later on, we will talk about how the Richmond Tigers fucking blah, blah, blah. I feel like they all talk the same. It's because they keep hiring the same fucking people or the same type of people that talk the same way to do it. It's ridiculous. It's so fake. It shits me. They should let people... That's why I like podcasts, because people talk the way they talk. It's not, you know, okay, this is the script. You've got to read it off the fucking screen and you've got to say it in a certain way. It's just fucking lies. Not to mention... Half the shit they tell you is just a load of crap. It's all based. It's all opinion based these days. It's not um not factual based. Like everything's twisted and geared to show a certain opinion, which frustrates me a lot. And a lot of people just believe it. A lot of people just believe what's what's said blindly, um, because it's on the news. The news must be right, right? Wrong. Not all the time. So that was an observation. Um what else? I've, there is like something I'm probably going to rant about. Um, I'll just do it now. Get it out of the way. Hey? We're 20 minutes in. I might as well just fucking rip the band-aid off. Um, so I just think... I was thinking about it the other day while I was running. In the dark, mind you. I just think gyms being shut is ridiculous. Like I've been going through a lot of... Uh, there's been a lot of personal shit happening at the moment that's been causing me to struggle. Um, that's what this episode can be called. Mental health check. This can be a mental health check for me to get everything off my chest lately. Um, not the actual details, but just talk. So, been struggling a bit lately and I was running and I was like, fuck, exercise makes me feel so much better. Like it helps me deal with everything. It helps me deal with so much shit. And I was like, I'm so grateful to actually have access to a gym equipment at home as well. And it made me think, I was like, the fact that there are people that don't actually have access to a bunch of stuff, that sucks. Like, I can't imagine, I don't know where I would be if I didn't have exercise and I didn't have that kind of, if I didn't have that ability to be able to deal with the things that I've got going on with with exercise. If I had to, if I didn't have that, if that was taken away from me and I didn't have a choice but to just, you know, wake up every day and deal with it, like, that would be fucking so difficult. I, um, there was a few days that, Oh, I think I had a rest, a couple of rest days. I think I had Friday. Yeah, when I was doing, when I was prepping for that colonoscopy, I had a few days off. I had the, I actually had the Tuesday and the Wednesday off, and then I had the Saturday off that week. And it like I noticed it the Tuesday and the Thursday. By the, no Tuesday and Wednesday. By the time I got to Thursday, I was like flat. I was feeling a bit sad. Like I, I was a bit bummed out, and I was like, I wonder why. Because I didn't exercise. I didn't get that release like there's and those two days I had to deal with deal with quite a bit of shit so for me I look at it like fuck man like there are so many people that have been that can't go to gym they don't have like they live in apartments and stuff they don't have access to gym equipment and it's hard to fucking train with your body weight it's hard like some people can't go for fucking runs because of injuries or because of other reasons like some people can't just go for a run 
So if you don't have a run, you can't run, you can't train with equipment, you can't like, or maybe you don't have the, the capacity to do body weight stuff and you need machines. You don't have any machines at home. You don't have a bike. You can't ride. Like what the fuck are you supposed to do? You're just going to sit there and mull in it and feel worse and worse and worse. And it's going to negatively impact your mental health as well as your physical health too. And I just think that fucking sucks that, you know, they're putting us, they're putting a lot of people in that position. Like mental health is going to, our mental health is going to suffer because of this. And it's not just going to be this year. Like it's going to be, you know, for years to come as well as not to mention the kids that are locked in at home. They're probably like, there are probably kids witnessing a lot more like it's a shame, but there are probably households where kids are witnessing more abuse than like, you know, unstable households where kids are being forced to witness and see more abuse and more frustration than they're normally exposed to. And that's going to fuck them up too. Not to mention, you know, the lack of seeing their mates, the lack of social interaction, the lack of, you know, going to school and actually being a kid. They don't get that. They're stuck at home and they're dealing with a lot of bullshit as well. So not, not only gyms, but everyone being locked in at home, it's going to fuck with everyone. And then like, it's just a big, it's a powder keg, man. It's a powder keg. And we're not going to, it's, when we're not going to feel the effects of it we may not feel the effects of it this year but if it keeps going we're going to feel them like it's going to it's going to pop and it's not going to be not going to be pretty like a lot of people are going to suffer and it's not going to just be you know suffering temporarily it's going to be long-term suffering long-term struggles like it's going to take a while to dig ourselves out of this one unfortunately and like I like I think about it quite a bit you know I'm so lucky to be able to train I'm so lucky to be able to do what I do and it helps me it helps me deal with it and I just can't encourage, like today, man, like I know when this gets released, it's not going to be fucking sunny anymore. But if you're listening to this and you feel good when you go outside and do stuff, then go outside and do stuff. Do it. Go out there and make yourself feel better. Like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you do shit that makes you feel better? To me, it's just ridiculous if you ignore that, ignore that urge or ignore ignore that feeling i think it's silly so do it go out there and fucking do stuff that makes you feel good because you need it like this this whole thing that the world's going through at the moment with the new variant is fucking harsh man it sucks so i just yeah i can't preach that enough do stuff that makes you feel good do stuff that makes you feel free do stuff that you know saves yourself mental mentally because you need it you got to look after, you got to fill that fucking cup up. Otherwise, it's going to be empty, dry as a bone. You're going to tip it up. Nothing's going to come out. And that's it. Like, what are you going to do? That's when you, when you, when you hit a place like that, you're, it's a lot harder. It's a lot easier to top. It's like fucking running a diesel engine dry. If you run a diesel engine completely out, then you've got to bleed the system. You re, like, you know, bleed it. Then you've got to refeed it through and it's a fucking pain in the ass. Whereas if you just keep topping it up and it doesn't get to that point, you don't have to do anything. You just keep filling the tank up. So we're all diesel fucking engines. Just keep filling the cup up. Don't let it run dry. Because if it runs dry, then it's a hell of a lot of work to fill that shit up. Fill that shit up back up again. Um, so that's my advice on everything that's going on at the moment, I suppose. Um, I'm just going to have a little sippy sippy. Oh, um... I got, I tried the new shoes that I got given. The they're it's a they're a mouthful to bloody say. I had to record and I had to record a bit of content, take some photos with them to send off or to put up. I will put them up soon, uh, probably next start of next month. But the Nike 
air zoom tempo next percents and they're, they're, they're quite nice like i run on concrete with them so concrete's like that's another thing i'll touch on in a sec running surfaces but um yeah they're actually really nice sorry ignore that don't really ignore the typing running surf yeah whatever um they're quite comfortable so the only like thing that will stop me from running in them heaps is the fact that they're white and i'm like i'm a black runners kind of person or a dark colors person because i get things really dirty um especially if they're white and I, it annoys me a bit like i'm a real neat freak like re- i like being super neat and tidy and stuff like that so anything that's dirty no i don't like it i don't like it at all so if they're white then i'm going to see that they're dirty whereas if shoes are black then you know they get a little bit dirty then it you know dusts off and it's fine whereas white ones they go dirty dusts off and then they're brown and it's obvious so that's going to shit me a little bit, but they're quite comfortable. So I'm going to hit a few more runs in them and then I'll be able to actually give you some feedback. But at the moment, I'm still running in the Nike Epic Nike Nike Epic React. Um, yeah, Nike Epic Reacts, I think. Epic React somethings. I can't remember. Sixes or fours or threes or something. And they're super. Like, I love them. I was I ran a pair into the fucking ground, so I got rid of them. There were, I hit, hit like 700 Ks in them. So now I've cracked I've opened, I cracked open a new pair and I'm running with them at the moment and I can't can't fault them. So I'm still running them and then when they run dead, then I'm probably got to reassess unless I get given another pair of shoes. Um, then i got to reassess what I'm going to run in. But for now, it's Nike Epic Reacts and the Zoom Nike Air Zoom Tempo Next Percents are the running shoes of, the, of me, I suppose. Um... And I'm trying to get into hats as well. So I've been wearing a hat. I can't put it on because I've got headphones on. But I've been trying to get into wearing hats while exercising and running and stuff because I never never have. Uh, I don't like it usually. But I've been doing it a couple of times. But with the lockdowns, all hairdressers and stuff are shut. So I can't go see my barber, Shano, to trim my hair. So it's getting extra long and thick. And when my hair gets thick, my head gets hot and itchy. And I don't like putting a cap on it because it just makes it way worse. So at the moment, I, well, I was going to wear one this morning because, you know, I wanted to wear a hat. But, um, yeah, my head was too hot. So I was like, oh, I'll pin it and I'll just wear it during the day, not while running. And I have. So I think I'm going to slowly convert to, to wearing a hat. I'll be, be one of those guys. And then the next thing I'm going to do is wear sunnies as well. And then I'll be one of those guys too. And you'll see me running around with fucking cap on and sunnies. And you'll be like, oh, this motherfucker, this fucking cunt. If I was to see myself doing that, I'd throw a bag of bro. I was going to say a bag of bricks. And I was like, that would be pretty heavy, pretty hard to tuck. Maybe a bag of grapes or something. Something less, like just a pain in the ass. More, if it hits you, you just get grapes on you. Um, don't even know what I'm talking about. Anyway, wow, well, oh, Darcy and I were riding yesterday, and I was <laughs> I was in another world. I was riding on the wrong side of the road. It was like quiet back streets, so it didn't matter that much, but I was like swerving, and then like, I don't know what I was looking at. I was looking at something stupid, probably my shoes or something like that, and I look up, and I see that there's a car coming. I was like, oh, fuck, quick, swerved off that side of the road. And this motherfucker, she stops or slows down almost to a stop to put down her window and, like, yell abuse at us. And I was like, how, like, you wasted so much fucking time stopping. Why not just keep driving? Like, I don't get it. People, you get so, like, 
I don't get me wrong. I used to be I used to be a very angry person, very frustrated person with things like little things like that. But then I I don't know somewhere along the right line I realized the the pointless pointlessness of it all. Like she slowed down to get mad and angry instead of just letting it go. Like yeah, all right, I was in the wrong. I was on the wrong side of the road. Fair enough. But you know, like I I apologized. I wait like put my did the little finger little finger wave. I was like oh sorry, and she fucking stopped and was like. You want the whole fucking road? And I was like, you just, you've just wasted your time slowing down, putting your window down, time and energy, and then now you're mad, and you're probably going to be mad for the rest of the day. For what? Because I was on the wrong side of the road temporarily. Like, all right, fucking, it's so pointless and ridiculous. So I'll never understand that. I'll never, like, I get, I do understand it, but at the same time, I'll, you know, fucking grow up, Jesus. You know, I've realized that you don't need to be mad. Sorry, I'm getting my charger out. My phone's, uh, my laptop's about to die. Um, yeah, like I've grown up to the point where I don't need to fucking do it, realize I don't need to do that shit anymore. So she should do the same. Plus, I don't know if she had a kid in the car or not, but if you have a kid in your car and you do that, then you, what, what kind of fucking message are you sending? Shit. Like I get mad when people, I get annoyed, sorry, when people fucking road rage and shit. It's, it's just ridiculous. Um... Like, there's been a few occasions where, like, trucks have almost fucking hit me with their trailer and shit like that. Or, like, cars. There was this one bloke who drove past me. I was doing nothing wrong, mind you. He just went past me, and because I was on the road, he just put his windows down and started yelling shit at me. And he had his daughter in the car as well. She was probably, like, eight. And she was, you know, looking back, yelling stuff. And, I like, I don't know what she was yelling. But, like, to me, I look at that, and I'm like, what kind of fucking, like... What kind of parent are you? Like, that's so stupid and irresponsible. Like, you're raising a cunt. You're raising a piece of shit now. Like, now your daughter's probably going to grow up and be a fucking absolute rat bag because of the shit you've done in front of her. Like, kids are, kids kids absorb a lot of shit. And if you go around treating people like shit in front of your kid, your kid's going to do the same when they grow up because they think that's how it's supposed to be, which is not true. So... Yeah, to me, I get I get frustrated when I see that. Like, I don't mind... Like, I'm fine when people give me shit. I don't fucking get all cut and sad about it. I get more get more cut and annoyed when I see you like that. You, you, you're giving your kid or sending your kid the wrong message. Which, to me, is... Yeah, it's just fucking shit out. Like, now, there's going to be a second generation of that bullcrap when you could have just fucking ended it with you. Instead, nah. Nah, you're going to go and create more, more assholes for everyone to deal with fucking pain in the ass um anyway little mini rant over oh yeah put up a question box i wonder if anyone's submitted any i'm not going to answer it now um but what was i going to do um clicking running surfaces so i've come to the realization recently with running on bitumen gravel and concrete that the running surface actually plays a huge part in how like how far you can go or how how difficult running actually is like recently Ben and I have been running we've been running a different direction and then meeting up with a bunch of people and then running a usual direction and usually we run on the gravel or it's 50-50 gravel and bitumen and it's probably probably 33-33-33 if you want to get technical gravel bitumen and concrete um and the like, that's fine. That's a great, you can deal with that. Your body can cope with it. Like, you don't get, you know, you don't get injured. When I do my intervals, I generally run along mostly gravel. Um, 
and a bit of bitumen and then very little concrete. But recently we've been, you know, we'll hit up 50Ks of uh, 50Ks. Fuck, I wish. <clears throat> Not yet. Anyway, um, drinking. We hit up 15Ks of mainly concrete with a bit of bitumen as well. And you come back from that feeling fucked, like 15Ks and you are like, oh my God, what the hell is going on? So I feel like the surface plays such a big part in how far and how much, how like how much your body cops while running. And even this morning, like Das has, he's coming back from a stress fracture in his, in his shin. And he was like, he needed, he needs to run on gravel and, you know, softer surfaces, not on bitumen and concrete, just in order to come back and build, still be able to run, but it doesn't want to get, because stress fractures are generally caused by running on hard surfaces frequently without allowing the body to recover. It's just overuse, like overuse of certain, certain aspects. So like I'm realizing the importance of changing up the surface that you're running on frequently because otherwise you end up with repeat injuries, repetitive use injuries. That's the word, that's the phrase I was looking for. You end up with repetitive use injuries. So... Yeah, I'm going to really be conscious of that and try and run. Concrete's not the best. It hurts the most. Then bitumen's, you know, second in line. Then it's gravel. And then grass is probably best because it's the soft. It's got more give, which makes sense. Like, you're probably not going to run as fast on gravel and grass as you would on bitumen and concrete. But the impact's going to be far less. So if you want to conserve yourself for long term, you know, just be mindful of the surface you're running on. You don't want to, like if you're going for, say if you're running 100Ks a week, you want to try and split that up so the majority of that's on, you know, the gravel and the grass and then hit a bit of it on concrete and bitumen, not, you know, not the other way around because otherwise you're going to end up fucking hurting yourself and it's not, like you'll end up injured. Simple, plain and simple, Um, which is not good. So you don't want to be doing that. Uh, But, yeah, so I might have to invest in a pair of trail shoes and like old Benjamino has been, he's doing doing some big trail runs coming up next next week. I think he's doing a big one. Um, I might have to get him on after he does that. That's actually a good idea. What will that be? Episode like 11 or something. Maybe I'll, I'll speak to him. I'll get him on. I'll try and get him on after that. That way he can tell us how his run, how his run was. Um lost what i was talking about genius Genius. oh that's right i I might have to invest in a pair of trail shoes so that i can go and run some trails as well so if i've got see today i had 20ks or an hour 50 i could go and run you know that's pretty easy you could go and run trails at and hit you know still a substantial distance and just run it for time and it would be you know just as you'd get just as much benefit but with less impact and it would save your save your feet save your legs save everything so yeah, Benjamino was he was being, he's been running with someone who's like a guru of the fucking you know the trail world and the running world and like all that kind of stuff. And she was just saying that she's you know the majority of her running she's like I think she's sixty plus and the majority of her running is all on trails and stuff and she just doesn't get injured because you know when you're running on varied surfaces and stuff you're never really gonna land or it's rare that you would hit the same. You know, you'd, you'd never hit the same spot on the ground or you never hit the same, you never hit the ground in the same way multiple times in a row. Whereas if you're running on concrete or bitumen and it's the flat, same flat surface, you're going to be hitting the same way every single step. And you think like, well, my cadence sucks and I'm hitting, you know, what, 165 
165 split between two. So what's that? 82 and a half steps each minute, each foot. And if I'm running on concrete for like an hour and a half, two hours, that's a lot of fucking impact. So no wonder you end up injured. Whereas if you're out there on, on trails and stuff, you're going to be taking steps twice as fast, missing a step. Like you'll be doing all sorts of different things, landing in different ways every single time. So not only are you not over overloading certain parts or certain aspects of it, you're giving your you're strengthening up your muscles as well because you're hitting in different ways and then your your joints and your ligaments and tendons and stuff are learning and muscles are learning how to deal with different you know, different movements and stuff like that. So you're you're gonna save yourself so that if you do fucking, you know, land awkwardly and go to roll your ankle, your body will be ready to, you know, fire back and prevent that from happening. Um so that's a cool fact for runners out there. You know, run on varied surfaces, it's better for you. Um and it can like it'll help you last longer. In terms of recovery though, my whoop recovery's been fucking fantastic lately. I've been getting a bit more sleep and I think these that's that, that magnesium supplement kind of stack that I've had is working absolute fucking wonders at the moment. I've you know I've been in the green fuck well let me let me I put up a story today but let me just double check it. 6 out of 7 days and before that it was mostly green as well. So in the last 7 days I've been in the green 6 times which is unheard of for me. I used to live in yellow and I could I, I will admit I could be hydrating a bit better at the moment too. So I think like it's fucking helping. It's I'm sleeping like an absolute champion. The dreams, you do have crazy dreams. Like not crazy crazy, but you just dream frequently. Like you will dream nearly all night. I think my REM sleep goes up heaps when I when I take it. Um but yeah, it it, it works absolute fucking wonders. So Oh, sorry, just let out an involuntary burp on camera. Um, Not on camera, because I'm not on camera. But, yeah, if you want to know the details, message me. That's the easiest way to do it. It's L-theanine. You can get it all on um, eBay, I think. I've mentioned this before. L-theanine, magnesium L-threonate, and apigenin. All on eBay. Loaded up. Fantastic. Works wonders. Can't go wrong. Um, I did think of a wonderful quote while training in the morning. It was dark, you know, it was dark, cold. I think I was running when I thought of this too. Yeah, I think I was running. Or was I outside? In, I can't remember. It was dark. All I know is I was training and it was fucking dark and I was alone. And I just thought, I think I, I put the quote on Instagram as well. It was like, only in real darkness do you see those that light up your life. And it's true. Only when you are truly in the dark, like facing dark days and feeling like shit and you're really struggling, do you see those people that are there to make you feel better? And lately, like it's been it's been hard. It's been real hard. But I've seen those people that are there that are actually bringing joy to my life and actually valuable, actually add value to my life. Like it's and it's so cool to see those people that they're, they're actually they're real. They exist. Like you actually have people in your life. So I think pay attention to that, just pay attention to those people that you, like, give back to them, give them attention, give them love, give them care, because, you know, they're making your life better, you can see it, and, like, only, it's not until you're in the shit that you really, really realize who those people are, 
It's not until you're facing, like, you, you know, the fucking worst kind of stuff you can face that you actually realize who the people that are truly there for you are, um, which is annoying. But at the same time, like, it's it's cool. Like, it, that's a positive to take out of it. You get to see... You get to see that there's people that actually give a fuck, which is... It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's so reassuring. So reassuring. Um, yeah. What... What else has happened, hey? Not quite sure. There's been... There's so many things that happened that I just don't... Um, I, don't I forget to write down because I don't run with my phone. Oh, that's what... Fuck, so... Today, right, I ran, went for a run and I put my phone... So, I lost my keys, like I said before. I lost my keys last week. And then yesterday while we were riding, Dust thought he left his phone out and someone was going to fucking steal it. Anyway, this morning while running... I um, left my phone on the back of my car. Um, just left it there for like two hours. Went for a run, came back, and it was still there. I got in my car, went to leave, couldn't find it, and I was like, "Where the fuck is my phone? What is going on? Where is it? I can't can't find it." And I was like sitting there. I was like, "Hey Siri, hey Siri, where are you?" And no, I'm not actually talking to you, Siri. Shut up. Um, yeah, I was like, where are you? Because <laughs> that's usually how I find my phone. And I couldn't find it. And I was like, oh boy, where the fuck is it? And I was freaking out big time. And I was like, all right, all right, all right, retrace my steps. I had, I knew I had my phone out when I got out of the car because I had to message someone to check, like to make sure they could find where we were. So I got out of my car and started looking around. And then there I was just sitting on the back of my car still. I couldn't believe it. I was so convinced that it was going to be gone. Um, but thankfully, it wasn't. It was still there. So, yeah, fucking hell. I, you know, I was convinced that someone was just going to knock it off. But they didn't, thankfully. Um, yeah. Oh, stressful, 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 stressful. I honestly can't believe how good today's weather is. It's fucking fantastic. Oh, let's have a look what I got to do in training this week, shall we? Um, all right. I can't wait to actually, so for my birthday, Caitlin got us a little weekend away. So I can't wait to actually be able to cash that in and go somewhere. The place we booked through, they've been really, really nice. And they've actually allowed us to change it. Not, not once, twice, because of the lockdown being extended two times. So hopefully it's third time lucky and we actually get to go. Um, so I've got strength tomorrow, two hour ride, Tuesday, hour and a half, Wednesday, jog, jog, Friday, hour 20, and then three hours on Saturday into a 4K run, and then two hour ride on Sunday. Fuck, I hate double ride weekends, it sucks. I like having a Sunday run day because runs, I find, I'm just way more efficient with runs, rides, I fuck around a bit, stop a few times, you know, two hours turns into fucking, you know, two and a half, three, I always overshoot it, I never get it quite right, like it's, you know, it always increases and whatnot, but anyway, hopefully next weekend's just as good as this weekend, because then I'll be fucking zooming around out there, I will not be upset, damn, it's meant to rain tomorrow, that sucks, but then next uh, next weekend doesn't look that good. Let's just not look ahead at that for now. Let's just leave that in the back pocket um, and hope that it changes. Yeah, I I fucking can't believe it. It's fantastic. I'm looking at the sun, it just looks looks absolutely wonderful. I wonder how those donuts are coming along. 
getting a bit hungry, getting a bit hungry, had a bit of a sausage roll for, for lunch, it was, it was quite nice, a vegan sausage roll, they're actually really nice, they're from, I don't know what brand they are, they're from Coles, come frozen, they're from the Coles frozen section, they've got like chickpeas in them, they're fucking delicious, and they're pretty, pretty clean and tidy, so if you're looking for, they come in a green box, if you're looking for sausage rolls, vegan sausage rolls, get them, they're fucking legit, legit, man, legit, um, so, if I want to talk about, what, what am I going to, what am I labeling this episode, it's mental health check, so mental health check, me, mentally, I'm feeling way better this week as I was, compared to what I was uh, weekend gone, um, the weekend of the 11th was a pretty rough week, and then the start of this week was shit house. And then I'm feeling better mentally now. I'm feeling better mentally, stronger. Like I said to Nicola, my coach, yesterday that my goal for the week just gone was literally just to do my training sessions, like time-wise, just tick them off. Like I had a couple of bike sessions that I just didn't, I didn't hit the intervals that I was supposed to hit because I was like, I just didn't have the mental capacity for it. You know, I had the mental capacity to get up and train, but I didn't have the capacity to hit those, like I didn't have the capacity to suffer through those fucking intervals. So I didn't, I was like, no, I'm going to give myself, you know, the ability or the, you know, the choice to not do that. And like, I've just, I feel really good. Like I ticked every box this weekend and then next, uh, this week and then next week, my goal is going to be still the same, hit every training session, but I'm going to try and get back into drinking more water. Obviously starting early today, drinking more fluid and hitting all my training sessions as well, as well, I want to try and stretch too, but slowly, slowly, one step at a time, so I want to get back into, you know, trying to do some more recovery stuff, so I try and drink more water and hit some stretches, I was talking to Amber this morning, she'll love this, that I'm mentioning this on here, um, she's also very happy, or she missed the podcast, she missed that there was no episode last week, which is a spew, so I'll have to make up for it with this one, um, yeah, what did, what did she say? She was talking about she matches her training, training load or running load, I should say, with like 50-50. So she'll do, if she runs for, a, you know, hour and a half, she'll do an hour and a half of yoga. And she swears by it in terms of recovery and stuff like that. And then <laughs> she's like, it gives me anxiety and stresses me out that you only stretch for like six minutes. But like... I gotta try. I gotta try and put more time into it. It's just I fucking suck at it. I'm really bad. Like, for me, I I need to you know, for I just I like doing stuff that that sucks and hurts and you know feels like really challenging. And then when it comes to stretching and stuff, I'm like, oh fuck, blow it off. For me, like you know, only my six minute little stretch routine does the trick. Keeps me from you know getting injured and stuff like that. But you know, I could do. I could definitely do more in the way of recovery. But like even even the stretching at the moment slipping a bit just because everything going on it's fucking hard i need to get back to it i need to just lock i need to lock that shit in because when i lock my training in and my, my recovery in and everything like that my life just functions better because that's locked in like i feel good i feel strong i feel fit i feel healthy and then like same as eating when i lock that shit in it makes life so much easier to deal with because it's locked in, I feel good, feel fit, feel strong, and feel confident, and then I can deal with shit, like, it doesn't matter what it is, I'll fucking deal with it, because I feel good, so I need to start opening my eyes, and start trialing new things, like, like yoga, for example, 
Um, yeah, but I don't know if I can. Maybe I maybe I start with like fifteen minutes of it. Maybe I try and do something tomorrow because I only have a strength session, which I'll do in the morning. Maybe tomorrow afternoon I'll do fifteen minutes of yoga and see how I feel. Who knows? I might I might actually try and I might actually lock that in and fucking make sure I do it. Hey, because. I'll probably try and weasel out of it because I always do. I used to do, I used to do a bit of yoga called power yoga back in the fucking day, back at the old leisure center. Um, but let that slip, let that slip big time. And then once a, yeah, well it was a class. So once I stopped going to the class, I never did it. So maybe I, that's something I should try and implement as well. Especially while, tra- while my training loads relatively low because my next event's Melbourne 70.3 in November I really hope we get pools back man like I was saying to Amber that it's like for me I think or for Ironman stuff it's real hard to also do um it's really hard to like fit in more especially when you're training when you're peaking out your training it's real hard to fit in extra shit so I don't know about matching 50 50 with stretching and stuff but I feel like you get your recovery from swimming mainly and then probably a bit on the bike too because it's low, lower impact, but yeah, definitely something I probably should work on implementing. Um, so we'll give that a give that a give that a shot, and I'll check. I'll let you guys out and let you guys know how it goes next week. Um, I've been, I'm still, I'm saying it again. I've been trying to fucking increase my social presence, and man, it's fucking hard, dude. Fuck me, these cunts. I want to come up with just a fucking. I'd love to just come up with a stupid reel that racks up like a million views or something ridiculous that'd be fun i could i could just do like a stupid i feel like my sense of humor though is very um very unique and very like i feel like there's only a select group of people that would get it so i feel like it might it wouldn't wouldn't reach that many people but yeah i just don't fucking get it man like i feel like the algorithms just cooked it it just cooked it i'm trying to film like little workout videos now that i'm getting my strength getting my strength training back but even then it's fucking difficult man so i don't know we'll see how we go i'll still just still try i've got uh, the the same guys that um that have sent me those runners and that cool i think i spoke about it the cool pack that i got with you know a bunch of nike um nike trail stuff and some the runners the nike zoom nike air zoom tempo next percents as well like they're sending me a pair of Nike Nike Metcons, the Metcon Sevens, and I can't wait to fucking wear them. So I'll do a few videos with them on as well. Might have to finally show what my back squat looks like on Instagram. Oh, brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. It looks way better than it did a couple of years ago, but I still look weird. I just look like you see. You ever seen those? You know, real like real thick kind of powerlifter dudes that. They, they just look like there's a whole lot. They just look like pretzels when they squat. That's me. There's a whole lot of limbs and a whole lot of stuff going on. And it just doesn't look fun. But, you know, you can't... Not everyone's bodies function the same. So I've got to fucking get over that one. Got to get over that one big time. Um, but yeah, hopefully I'll get those this week. It'll be fucking sick. And then there was some fucking... Caitlin took some pretty good snaps of me in those Nike next percents um so you'll see them go up i think they're due to go up yeah, next week or the first week of september so you'll see them go up fucking pretty nice too um where was i going with this hey i had a point but i just don't know what it was 
Oh, that's what I'm going to rant about too. Fuck, I'll finish off ranting about that one, eh? Fuck. Does it sound like I'm going from one side to the other? Does it? Does this sound cool? If I talk, if I talk like this, does this sound pretty cool? Does it go like one? Um, I'm going to stop doing that. I feel like that could be annoying. Oh, I've completely forgotten what I was fucking on about now, hey? Shit. Shit. Um, Alright, let's just move on. So... I saw there was a lot of people in Melbourne and Sydney and Queensland and stuff that protests that protested yesterday and was it I think it was yesterday Saturday so I'm recording this on the 22nd of August um after missing a week after being slack and missing a week so I saw people protesting and oh, Andrew Papp I'm actually going to fucking read it Shout out to Andrew Papp. Hopefully, it's still on his story. I'm going to read it out to you guys because I feel like his statement, what he wrote, sums it up fucking beautifully. Okay, he did. Wonderful. Did he write it or did someone else write it? Yeah, he must have written it. He sums it up fucking beautifully. So, shout out to Andrew Papp. Absolute fucking champion. Weapon. He puts out some seriously good workouts too. So, if you want, chuck him a follow. He's a legend. He's one of the OGs. I think he was one of the first dudes I followed. And then that start, that spurred my... I've got to write about this. Oh, not write about I've got to talk about my, you know, evolution of training and stuff like that. So he was the first guy that I kind of watched that sparked me trans, transforming my training style from your typical gym bro to more functional kind of based stuff. Anyway, he writes, excuse my reading. I suck at it. Um, but... You'll get over it because the content he's saying is pretty fucking good. Um, excuse the noise. I'm going to pause it for a sec, actually, because my brother's about to whip past with a whippersnipper. Had a quick sip of water as well. And we're back. Um, oh, still not. Can you hear that? Ah, you'll be right. You'll get over it. Um, okay, the fact we have multiple police officers in hospital is an atrocity. You're not defending our liberties or freedom when protesting in the height of an outbreak. It is not a badge of honour, and you aren't warriors willing to do what most won't. You're cowards who lack the empathy to consider someone other than yourself. I agree with that wholeheartedly. That is, it's so fucking stupid and frustrating that these people out there, like, I get why people protest, I understand, but at the height of an outbreak, wait until it's fucking over, then protest, for fuck's sake. Like, seriously... We don't ask you to do it for us. That's what's so ridiculous. It's your, like, it's groups of people in their own fucking echo chambers that choose to go out there and do it, saying that it's for other people. When it's not, you just fucking, you want to, you know, you think it's cool. Like, it's ridiculous. It's not. You're, uh, I get so frustrated by it because, like, they act like the people who aren't protesting and, you know, Yo, you guys need us to, you know, help have your back and all that kind of shit. It's a fucking load of shit. Fuck off. Stop. Be responsible for once. It's ridiculous. And it like it annoys me because it's... I just... Yeah, fuck, man. So frustrating. Anyway, moving on. Australians aren't, think, aren't thanking you for these protests. I'm sure there are billions of people around the world who'd rather be in your position. Go trade with them. See how successful your protests work against true tyrannical governments or failed states. Now, if you look at what's going on in Afghanistan... Insane. Or even just listening to the podcast with Joe Rogan and that lady from North Korea. Like, are you fucking serious? That's actually fucked up. Like she says, 
you're not oppressed if you know what oppressed means. Like, if you don't know what oppressed is, then you're probably oppressed. They don't know what the fuck's going on in North Korea. They are uh, oppressed as fuck. But they don't know it because they've been lied to. Because they're oppressed. They don't know they're oppressed because they're oppressed. It's so fucking frustrating. Anyway, you are simply ruining it for the overwhelming majority who are hurting as much as you. You are risking the lives of those of our medical professionals and health and emergency staff. You are cementing the inevitable end of more businesses with extended lockdowns. You lack to consider the countless people that are vulnerable to any virus, like the common flu. You are selfishly toying with their lives and livelihoods. And I agree with that as well. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, what do you think is going to happen when you fucking can't meet there and then everyone gets the virus and then the cases go through the roof? What the fuck's going to happen? He's not going to... They're not going to turn around and be like, okay, we're going to open everything. No, they're going to extend the fucking lockdown. You fucking dickheads have fucked so many small businesses over. And what if they increase the restrictions and they have to shut down further? What if cafes have to close completely? Like, are you fucking serious? It's so stupid and selfish. Fuck off. Choosing not to believe the existence or severity of this virus will statistically see thousands in hospital, taking beds away from those who are suffering with circumstances not of their choosing, keeping the elderly and vulnerable away from their families. You are choosing to entrust peripheral, I don't know what the fuck that means, reports, stupid influences, and then impose your ideologies at the risk of others. See, that's so selfish because it's true. Like some, yes, all right, don't get me wrong. I, there aren't all, I don't agree with all aspects of the way this has been handled. I believe like Rogan sums it up perfectly. He's like, they should be spreading awareness on how to improve your immune system and your health so that you can actually better deal with this. But at the same time, you need to have, you know, vaccines and stuff like that to help people who are immunodeficient and and stuff. But, like, you can't be forcing your fucking ideologies on everyone. And by protesting, you're doing that. You're forcing everyone. You're forcing their hand. The government's not going to fucking let you free because you protested. They're going to lock everyone down. And that includes people that didn't ask you to go there. Which is, it's so selfish. Like, fucking grow up. Fucking ridiculous. You don't have to get the vaccine. No one's forcing you to do that. But by protesting, you're making the lockdowns get extended. And you're fucking over so many people. Why? Because you you want to go and be a fucking show that you're this macho person. <sighs> I'm not defending our government's handling of the virus. I'm not claiming that corruption doesn't exist. I'm also not attempting to silence your opinions. But I'm against those who naively believe that the law doesn't apply to them and risk the safety of our most vulnerable communities. Boom, mic drop, mate, fucking nailed it. Like, don't get me wrong, there are aspects of this that I believe are ridiculous. And, like, I mean, I don't follow the fucking restrictions completely too, but I'm not going out there gathering with fucking 10,000 people coughing and standing shoulder to shoulder. I'm going for a ride with one person who lives in my, you know, local local area. I'm going for a run with a couple of people who live in my local area. I'm not going and catching up with fucking 10,000 people who don't give a fuck, don't wear masks and treat it like some big joke. It's not. You're fucking over so many people. Just think about that for a second. 
Like, alright, you don't have to get the fucking vaccine. Like, you don't have to do it. No one's forcing you to. But we're not asking you to... Like, the majority of people, the silent majority, are not asking you to go out there and fucking put us more at risk. It's so stupid. And it's, like, it shits me that it's this uh, that the virus has become like a political tool because it just means that it's so charged like any conversation with it is charged and full of political bullshit that it's become a you know what do they call it become a taboo topic which is ridiculous should be able to speak about it everyone should have their own opinion and you should listen to their opinion and you should like you should be able to discuss it like, that's why, that's one of the reasons I, like, at first, before I had listened to Rogan's podcast, like, I was so against it, but then I listened to a few, and I was like, mate, this guy's perfect, he listens to people, he challenges things, and they give him answers, he, he's not set in his ideologies, he's not set in his ways, he listens, and he's open to shit, like, he's a comedian, so he says funny shit sometimes, but, like, that's, people take that out of context, but he, in general, you know, when he's not fucking around, he listens to stuff and he, you know, allows people to have a discussion. And that's what it should be like. It should be a civil fucking discussion. It shouldn't be this stupid, you know, it's one way or you're fucking, you know, you're the devil. It's, oh, you should either, you have to do this, otherwise you're a sheep. Like, I think that's fucking ridiculous. And I think it's that's childish to me. I just look at that and think, grow up. Open your fucking eyes. I think the people with, I think, the people with their eyes truly open see the whole picture, see the big picture. They see everything, whereas people are short-sighted, only see one side of it, and that's theirs, and the people they choose to put in their echo chamber. And I think that's just, yeah, it frustrates me a lot because I see a lot of people get caught in that trap, and there's no no real way out. So anyway, just be mindful. I fucking ended this on a rant, hey? Not a good, not a good touch, not a good way to finish a... um. Not a good way to finish episode number nine. I've got to think of something. I've got to think of a good, funny story that I can end this podcast with. <sighs> Let's think of something completely, absolutely, utterly random. All right. So, all right. I want you to, if you're not driving, I want you to close your eyes for a second. All right. I just pulled this random ass hair out of my fucking laptop. Gross. Gross. So, all right. Picture this. Close your eyes if you're not driving. Otherwise, just visualize yourself. Picture this, you're an ant, alright? You're the size of an ant and you're walking along a blade of grass, okay? Then, you're walking and then all of a sudden, these you know these, pe- these people come walking past you. And you're like, oh my god, you see these giant shadows and these giant feet. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? It's like the attack of the giants and you're freaking out. Like, So, bear in mind, yesterday you were a human and now today you've woken up. And you're looking up in the sky and you're like, where am I? Why is this... Why is it so green? What's going on? All of a sudden, these people walk over you and you see these giant fucking feet. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, these people are, you know, huge. You're at an oval. Just say you're at an oval somewhere. And these people walk past. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? And you look up and you see these goalposts. And you're like, what the shit? And then all of a sudden, you start walking and the grass is white because you're walking on a line. And then you're like, you keep going. Get back to green grass. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Then, all of a sudden, this fucking ball lands right next to you. It's huge. It feels like an earthquake has just happened, and you, you get thrown off your fucking leaf, and you're landing. You stand. You're like you're standing on the dirt now. And you're like, what the? F-? I must be. I must be an ant. You ha- you realize that you're an ant, and you're like, holy shit, what the fuck happened? And then this dog comes over, 
runs over and it's like sniffing around. Its giant nose is like face to face with you and you're holding on for dear life because it's like (laughs) sniffing you and you can feel yourself getting sucked in. You're like, fuck, hold on, hold on. And then it takes a shit right next to you. And at that moment, you realize what you have to do. You realize that the only way for you to turn back into a human is to go through the portal. And the, the portal is the shit. The portal's the dog shit. You've got to burrow through it. And that's how you become human again. And that is the end of episode nine. Towing the line. Thank you.